You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance. What up? What up? Real Coach JB. What's going on? It's the Monday morning. Jumpstart your mornings, jumpstart your day. February 22nd, a day after the motherfucker's birthday. I'm the motherfucker. That's the key word in that sentence. Quote of the day. And it's based on this show. It's kind of going to tie in here. But appreciation can make a day, even change a life. Remember that. Appreciation can make a day, even change a life. Amen. The word power of the tongue is a motherfucker, man. And we're going to get into why I use that quote today. But this show is brought to you by Bet Online and eBay this week. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. And the only place you should be betting on these sports is at betonline.ag. Bet Online won me a little $80 this weekend. Um, bet a few games. And, uh, Hey, man, it's a great online resource. You can go play blackjack as well, and you can win some coin on that shit. Um, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has hundreds of props with real-time odds um, on almost anything you can imagine. And, of course, the 24-hour online casino, as I just mentioned. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Appreciation can make a day even change a life. Remember that. Um, man, the title of this show is The New Norm. We are in the new norm. It is, it is what it is. Let's just be honest. We either have to adapt and accept it and overcome it, or you have to have some type of input or fingerprint on changing it. And we obviously are not changing it because we are in the new norm. And the new norm is where disrespect is okay to be disrespectful. If that even makes sense. I don't know. I just made it up. Disrespect is literally okay now. And (laughs) Disrespect is no longer disrespectful, man. It's no longer disrespectful. So take the word disrespect off the vocabulary because it don't exist no more. Disrespectful fucks are no longer disrespectful to anyone. Because like I always say, you coach it or you allow it. And we have allowed it, I think in the previous generation, we've allowed it so on such a global scale that is now you're seeing the, you're reaping your benefits of being soft, enabling, instant gratificating fucking parents and coaches and leaders of men and women. That's period. My That's my statement. That's where I'm standing. And uh, it is what it is. We're going to get into it. But the new norms title of this show, uh, this Slapdick Podcast on Believe Network, B-L-E-A-V. 
Go get you a bottle of Slapdick Whiskey. It's out there. We will be in stores in the Midwest coming soon. Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, or Missouri, if you're from Missouri, the show me state. And Arkansas. We will be in those four states in the Midwest uh, very shortly in liquor stores. So we will be promoting that. So exciting times ahead. Um, So FCS football was played this weekend. All right. (laughs) And no TV exposure for these kids. It's on ESPN fucking plus. Which is like an app, and you got to fucking download it on some... You got to have Roku, and it just fucking makes it difficult, right? But it's not on any national televised platforms. But yet, the NCAA always comes out with these statements that it's about the kids, it's about the health, it's about this, it's about that. All right? When are you guys going to stop lying to these kids and their families and the public... The general public about it's about the health and it's about the well-being and all that. You didn't allow Division Two, Division Three, NAIA, FCS to participate in the height of a pandemic, but you allowed big boy football, Power Five, Division One schools to participate whether it was limited games or what have you you had to make your money because you can't tell me that the virus wasn't going to affect it was until the d1 kids the power five kids were immune to the virus the d2 kids and the d3 kids and the fcs kids they were going to they couldn't handle the virus. There's different. There were different kids because I guess the, the kids that went Power Five signed a bigger and better scholarship. I guess they're immune to the virus. The <laughs> disrespect is no longer disrespectful. I like that. I'm gonna use that a lot more. I just made it up today. Um, <laughs> disrespect's no longer disrespectful. That's disrespectful as fuck to tell us, like. Speak to us and tell us shit like you're insulting the fuck out of our intelligence by saying this group of cats can't get the fucking virus. So we're going to play them in power five so we can make some money back from losing billions. But you guys, you you lower tier guys, D2, D1, AA or FCS, D3, NAIA, you guys can't play. Well, because you didn't want to fucking have anything on your fucking conscience. You rather deal with the fucking pandemic while Power Five is playing because there's money involved, and you can deal with a kid being sick or, God forbid, even dying as long as you're making your billions of dollars, right? But fuck the FCS and D two kids. You can't even put the FCS games on TV, but you tell everyone you care about the kids. So these kids are normally would get a little more exposure than they are. During a pandemic, when there's no other football being played, you can make this a great thing for these kids by putting them on some type of national platform and giving them some more ex- added exposure than they would normally have, but yet you refuse. Because you're all selfish fucks. And you guys don't care about nothing but the money. and We all know that, but just say it. Quit hiding behind it lies. 
I don't know, man. It's unbelievable, man. The non-caring assholes of America, man, NCAA. I always say it, non-caring assholes of America. Nobody gives a fuck about these kids. But you, coaches, hopefully, and yourself, kids, that's why I preach, be the fucking CEO of yourself and stop putting your future in someone else's hands. Because that's what you guys are doing. But it is what it is, right? No exposure. Fuck FCS. I don't give a shit about you. That's what you just told America. That's what you told those kids. Whether you came out and said it or not, because we know your cowardly fucks won't say it. But that's what it is. Let's just be real. So, kids, sorry, you're on ESPN+. Plus. Hopefully you guys can download the fucking app on your fucking smartphone. Don't even talk about D2, D3, and AI. That's a joke, right? Ted Cruz is passing out water after the fact of his Cancun vacation during a fucking power outage of millions in the state of Texas. In the great state of Texas, down millions of power outages, millions of homes without power, people freezing, kids dying. This fuck, wobble body fuck with a porn beard, 80s porno beard, walking around the airport like he's not going to be on fucking Snapchat or fucking TikTok or whatever you call it. Leaves Cancun, comes back to Texas so he can fucking act, save face. His ugly fucking wobble body face. And now he's passing out waters on the side of the road. Time out. You just gave everyone you passed water to COVID, you wobble body fuck. What happened to the fucking quarantine coming back from Mexico? That don't exist no more, I guess, huh? No quarantine for your wobble body ass because you got the magic pill, right? You got the blue pill or the red pill or whatever. You fucks. Politicians and priests. Most crooked motherfuckers in the world. One day you'll believe me. The new norm is where we live, man. Disrespect is no longer disrespectful to anyone. And, you know, we allow the shit. We've allowed it. Let's make sure we're clear. You, me, everyone in the previous generation has allowed the disrespect, the blatant disrespect... That was not tolerated as a kid when we were growing up in my generation. I'm 45, so I couldn't talk back to a motherfucking complete stranger. A little less a parent, a family member, a fucking like figurehead, somebody that we looked up to and wanted to be like or, or in a profession that we wanted to be in. It's the new norm. It's, it's where disrespect is no longer disrespectful. I mean, true, it's true. I mean, Cam Newton has his own camp. He gets insulted by a shitty camper. And people are asking me after I posted it on social media why black kids are actually insulting black athletes is a joke to me. All the black parents and athletes and figureheads should get involved and start pushing this narrative. Fuck the other narrative. I mean, you can, you know, it's almost in the discussion of genocide and shit like that. Like black killing black, black on black crimes. Shit I've grew up in my whole life. 
why is it being allowed? We rather talk about TikTok dances and fucking Cardi B WAP videos than we will black on black crime, black on black disrespect, punk ass kids disrespecting grown men who are in, who's in a profession and who has done more than you or anyone you know will ever do. And it's people are saying, no, coach. You know, that's so funny because this kid is try- he Cam Newton has everything this kid wants. Does he? Does Cam Newton really have everything this kid wants? I don't believe he does. I got a different stance. Cam Newton hosts a camp like a lot of NFL players do. This kid is heckling the cat from the fucking third row. So he's obviously probably not participating yet or he won't or he's actually hurt like a little cowardly cunt and like a lot of these fuckers do they just show up to these things i got 12 offers and i'm i'm i got a pulled hamstring i'm just chilling out here you know that's what you get these motherfuckers right right there lies the new norm right there lies the issue an injured cat claiming to try to get clout at an event with Cam Newton was allowed to do it by his own personal coach, number one, high school, wherever he may be playing, right? And his parent, parents, parents, I don't know the situation, so I won't speak on it. He's either got a single parent, he's got both parents in the home, or he's got his grandma, mama, auntie, somebody raising him, right? Somebody, though, allowed that motherfucker to show up at that event, whether he was playing or not, and be a little rude shit, right? We're clear on that. Make sure about it. Make sure there's no other ifs and buts about it. Somebody's allowed this cat to do this prior, number one. Somebody allowed that cat at this event, And nobody corrected this motherfucker as he was heckling Cam Newton at his own event. So people blow me up after I I posted this video of him and and all this. And I'm just like, it amazes me that black kids are disrespecting their own black fucking, you know, heroes to a lot of young cats growing up. You know, white, black, it don't matter. But a lot of these professionals are, are, are heroes to a lot of cats. Like, Lawrence Taylor, to me, when growing up, was a fucking hero. Like, he wasn't no regular motherfucker to me. Like, this cat was, like, walked on water. He talked different. I literally thought they spoke a different language. I thought professional athletes spoke a different language when I was a little kid. I swear to God. I'm like, there's no way the motherfuckers are human. Like, I didn't think they were. I thought they literally would speak differently, talk differently. Now... I give two squirts about a, a, a star, a, a fucking, you know, I still give pay homage to my older folks, but these young cats and shit, nah, fuck no. I give two squirts. And I get motherfuckers hitting me up all the time, DMing me, you know, these all these verified dudes, pro baseball, basketball, football. A lot of them are good dudes. Um, a lot of them I can give two squirts about, right? And you get that through maturity and growing up and growing out of that fad and you know, out of that era, right? We're all young. We all look up and envy someone at some point. I don't believe this new generation does. That's why I don't believe Cam has what that kid wants. I don't believe football is loved 
like it was or any professional sport. I believe they do it. They do it because they'd rather be on a fucking tweet or a TikTok video gaining fan followers than they would working out, trying to grind and becoming a professional at their craft. They'd rather play video games and be on their smartphone than work out. I'm just going to be honest. They're not chased. They don't want to be Cam Newton because you wouldn't disrespect him. I don't give a fuck if you're a mental reject. You would not disrespect a cat that you're trying to be like or play in a fucking professional on a professional field with the same dude or in that profession if you did. So I don't believe they really care. I don't believe football, professional sports is what it was as far as the kids priority it does not rank high on their priority list why do you think we lack participation not only in football in high school college is starting to lack especially the d2 d3 nai levels high school levels fuck man california even in california numbers are way down texas they're down some places they're up but i'm sure overall they're down and <laughs> But people don't want to talk about that shit. Participation is down. Guess what else is down? Referees. There is a lack of referees. Globally. Because they're tired of dealing with these fucking parents at this youth organization. The seven on seven parent. The fucking helicopter parent. They're tired of dealing with. The drama that the players say to the refs, the shit that they talk, the shit they see these professionals talking back to the refs the way they do, where you never used to see back in the day. Our coach would pull us out for talking to a ref and may not go back in the game. Nowadays, we're, we're patting each other. We're, the coach is patting the cat on the ass after he berates the ref. Berating refs to me belongs to the coaches, the administrators, the ADs, and that's it. The motherfuckers that pay the refs, the motherfuckers that hire the refs, and the institution that the ref is refer the games that they're refereeing is the people to me who should be able to critique them and get into a, po a possible verbal altercation or an argument. Nothing physical ever. I never condone that. What I'm saying is yelling, screaming, arguing is a coach's right, in my opinion, to a ref. Not ever is it the player. And I don't give a fuck if it's professional, youth, high school, college. Players should never talk to the ref. And... Especially not fucking cussing them out. But we're seeing these professionals do it. <gasps> these kids are seeing it. And now guess what? You got kids disrespecting not only refs. Refs are fucking saying, fuck you guys. They're disrespecting grown-ass players and coaches. And now you're fucking got black kids disrespecting black NFL MVPs. And it's okay. Not one time did I see a motherfucker correct that kid on that video. Did you? Did anyone see that kid get corrected or checked or chest size or anything? Fuck no. So you know there was no parent there you, or, or the parent allows it. You know there was not his own coach wasn't there or you know he allowed it. 
He probably thought he, He's probably some young coach Who thinks it's cool and shit Oh he's talking shit to Cam Newton You just created an entirely different generational curse You fucking idiots Coaches and parents of that kid You created another monster for the next generation Because you refuse to correct it Because disrespect is now no longer disrespectful And this is the new norm Cam Newton, regardless of how that motherfucker dresses, regardless of what the fuck he does in his personal life, has been pretty much stand up in the NFL guy. Great character guy. Gives back. MVP. Been to a Super Bowl. He's played, started in the NFL for multiple years. (laughs) A Juco product to boot. And we got kids out here who haven't even paid a light bill. Who haven't even busted a grape in a fruit fight. Disrespecting dudes like Cam Newton. And it's going un... It's going... It's, it's literally being um, celebrated. It's being celebrated. I got cats tweeting back to me. Hey, coach, shit. Why is Cam even engaging with the kid? And I'm sitting there thinking, that's what you took away from this. Why Cam Newton is talking back shit, talking shit back to the kid. Oh, Cam Newton just saying he's rich and shit. Because first of all, you don't understand the culture. Anyone who said that to me, first of all, doesn't understand the culture, will never understand the culture, and... It is what it is. But don't comment on shit you don't know about. That's why I always say present your resume, motherfuckers. Because you talk about shit you don't know about. Cam Newton absolutely should have talked shit back. And that is the culture. That's what we grew up it doing. And we're going to talk shit. To, we're not going to just sit there and listen and take it. Now. There's no room for it no more. And he's absolutely correct about let me see your daddy and talk to your daddy. Because he knew the business. He knew the game. But you know what? I'm sure Cam Newton, knowing Kevin and Greg Olson and and, 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 and and Cam, I'm sure Cam will still continue to help the youth and help kids so they're not like this fuck was. But that's what people take away. Cam shouldn't engage with the kid. <laughs> you don't understand the culture. He absolutely should have, and I'm glad he did. And uh, you'll never understand it, and it's okay. But don't comment on it. It just it, you you sound dumber than you fucking are. He's a professional coach. He 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 has he has more to lose. <laughs> no, he don't. He don't have more to lose. That kid being a disrespectful little fuck is what he is losing by not fixing it and correcting it and helping the kid. Going quiet into the night is not helping that kid. Correcting that motherfucker and checking his bitch ass is helping the kid. But we don't look at it like that. We all have something. We all want to talk about the motherfucker that's got the limelight. The one that's so easy to talk shit to and tweet out shit about and tag a dude's name and something. Because you know you'll never see him in person and get socked in the fucking mouth. Because you're all keyboard cowardly fucks and you don't help nobody. 
But that's what you do. You tweet from afar. You use different names. All these fucking whatever they call them, burner or fake accounts or whatever they are. Who the fuck has time to create fake account? Like, I don't understand. I still don't get that whole concept. I don't understand that whole concept. Like, I got time to make a fake account and use that one. Like, to me, it makes no fucking sense. I swear to God, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. And we got professionals doing this type of shit. They make burner accounts or KD and all these motherfuckers. It's crazy to me. But we're in the new norm, man. So, who knows? It's just crazy. But these cats that are commenting back about talking shit about Cam Newton. You need to put your energy towards fixing these badass kids, you fucks. How about you put your fucking power and energy towards that? That's what I don't get. So put your energy towards that and not and not talking shit about um, Cam Newton talking shit. Put your energy towards fixing these bad motherfuckers. How about you do that shit? And you know what? It leads into more where disrespect is still no longer disrespectful. Deion Sanders is coaching in his first game as a head coach at Jackson State. They win 53-0. He gets a game ball from his players and staff. In tears. He's in tears. He said it's the greatest moment of his professional career, period, which I can totally see. I told you I got out of playing because I, I love coaching, helping kids, just like Dion does probably. I'm still, I still want to see how Dion handles this head coaching role, um, but so far he's been great at it. Uh, he's 1-0. That's all that people judge. They don't give a fuck about that now. But he had items stolen while he was coaching, apparently. Then he has a, a statement come out saying that he it was misplaced. And then he came out on Twitter and was like, no, it was absolutely stolen and it was removed. Now, the shit has been returned. But for the bottom line is, I see tweets about people talking shit. Why is he using this platform for that? You just won the game. You know, da-da-da-da-da. Well, how about you don't steal his shit or go in his office and move his shit or touch his shit? The college is what he's trying to change the culture there because obviously it's bigger than just football and, and, and them on the field and having to worry. I've been in those situations a ton of times. I've played games where our entire locker room was ransacked during the game and I was at places like Compton College. Not only as a player, but as a coach. And you know what? Motherfuckers wanted to talk shit about Compton kids. Call us criminals. Call us this. Call us that. Not once did we leave a locker room dirty. Not once did we steal someone else's shit. Not once did we perform any fucking thievery. But we had it happen to us many times. And they were at other type of schools, too. Where them other folks was at, man. Not even black folks. So don't fucking be so quick to judge. And understand, disrespect's no longer disrespectful. And, you know, Dion's shit gets stolen, whether he re- misplaced it or not. Bottom line is they caught the, a motherfucker, oh, an opening of bag of his. They caught him on camera. 
I'd be pissed too if my shit was gone. But see, everyone just went, oh, just be the professional. Be the bigger man. Just don't mention it. No, he's put, he called out his college. He put his college on notice. Motherfucker, I don't need this job. Making a uh, hundred grand maybe. And my staff making 30, 40, 50, 60. I don't need this job. You need me. I don't need you. Fix it or I'll be gone. That's where I took out of his fucking post-conference interview. Did you not? <laughs> he called out security, administration, teachers. He called everybody out. Because he's Deion Sanders. He fucking should have and he could have. And he can. And he won 53 to nothing at a shithole place that's been shitty forever. So, don't be shocked if he goes and beats Grambling and Southern and fucking these other schools that have been predominantly great in those in this in this in this conference in his first year, because he got players in there, he got transfers, he got his own son transferred from South Carolina. I mean, <laughs> you can build Rome in a day in in football. Just so we're clear, recruiting's your blood life. And buy-in is crucial. If people believe in what you're selling, you can flip a fucking bad culture into a good one overnight. Just telling you. Uh, I've done it about 12 times. Um, So, our other sponsor for this show is is our eBay sneakers, okay? I want to give a a brief moment to talk about our newest sponsor, which is eBay. Whether... Whether rare dead stock or the latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for as the original sneaker marketplace. eBay is the place to go. Cop the pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 plus, making it free to sell and flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. destination for discovering great value and unique selection. eBay sneakers, fellas, a representative of the Slapdick podcast, helping me out. I appreciate you. Go check it out. Go copy some sneakers. East Coast cats call them sneakers. See, West Coast cats, we call them kicks. So to me, it's East, it's, it's eBay kicks. But that's just me. I'm a West Coast guy. Um, but I appreciate it to being a proud sponsor of the Slapdick Podcast. So Dion, you know, has this happen. And uh, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, during a game, you have to worry about that shit now. Like, while he was coaching. I mean, it is what it is, man. You know, culture needs to be changed, and it it is what it is. They found the shit, obviously, and all that, but, uh, (laughs) you know. Now, mind you, they beat an NAIA program, Edward Waters, so, you know, uh, it's unbelievable. You know, they played an NAIA school. I mean, you know, I didn't watch Division I football this past year. I I thought that was JV football. I, I don't even know what FCS is considered. Youth football, I, I don't know. So, but I'm glad players are playing, and um, you know, and then see, there's people that come out, and 
these beat writers come out and say, so there was a miscommunication in what was happening with Deion Sanders stuff. So when he came in the presser, he thought it was stolen, but member of the JSU staff had it secured. It was his first game at the stadium, the first for JSU at home since 2019, hectic week. Dion literally responds to him, no, nah, it was stolen, but they got it back. It was stolen out my personal bag in my office, and my assistant caught the gentleman in the process of stealing it, but she was alone. No communication, my man, at all. That's what Dion wrote. See, it's funny how motherfuckers try to f- tell you how to, what, what really happened. Like these motherfuckers, this guy's named Steven Gaither. Were you there, motherfucker? It blows my mind how many media people used to talk shit to me about me. Like they were there. Like they were in the fucking office. Coach Brown cussed out a coach today and he said this, this, and this. How do you know? Were you there, motherfucker? Or did you hear what happened from about seven or ten haters of mine? (laughs) It's unbelievable. People do the most irresponsible reporting ever nowadays because disrespect is no longer disrespectful. They can do whatever they want. There's no more such thing as bad words. Bad words now is is, accepted by everybody. You can call a grown man a bitch on Twitter and not face any repercussions. You don't have to worry about getting hit in the fucking mouth because you're a cowardly bitch sitting behind a keyboard in fucking Guantanamo somewhere where, and you say you're in Phoenix because your, pro, your profile has Phoenix, Arizona on it because we're all fucking scary, cowardly fucks who have to hide behind a fake name or account. And just so you know, I've been a product of this. I've had it happen to me. I've had people fake who they are to try to get me to respond. I don't give a fuck. I have nothing to lose. Why not? I like responding and talking shit to these cowardly fucks. It's sad that you are fake talking to me. And you want to say, I'm sad for responding to your fake ass. (laughs) See, that's where the game's all fucked up to me. You create a fake account to draw out a celebrity, a public figure, an athlete, whoever. You, You guys do it all day long. And you say that. They are the ones that are sad. That is what's fucking hilarious. Because you can't do what we do. You were never good enough at something. You had your prom queen snatched up by one of us. You have a small weenie. And you have what's called jealous ones envy. And you are so fucking lazy and enabled that you can't go do your own thing successfully. You have to piggyback off motherfuckers like us. And then you want to try to draw us out by enticing us and talking shit like a cowardly cunt you are on social media. Because that's the fucking new norm. Guess what? Nobody's changing it. We're all part of the problem because nobody's correcting it. Nobody's putting a foot in someone's ass or, or getting them off these this avenue to allow them to do it. We're allowing it, continuing to allow it. Kids talking shit to 
Cam Newtons of the world. Like it's unbelievable. Like I don't understand, and we're and we're fine with it. We've literally accepted it as being as being fine. We, we don't we don't we don't have no no issues, no issues with it. And it just it just blows my mind. So I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's really sad nowadays watching this shit. It really is. I mean. I can't tell you how bad it is. Like, it's really fucking shitty to watch. It's really embarrassing. If I was that kid's parent, not only would I be the most embarrassed parent in the world, but my kid would be calling fucking child protective services on my motherfucking ass because that's the new norm too. Where back in the day, your dad could beat you with a fucking switch and you couldn't do shit but take that motherfucker and say, thank you, dad. I'm sorry. I did it. <laughs> that's a hundred percent. One hundred. Like y'all say, keep it 100. That's what it was. Nowadays, motherfucker get on, tweet out. My dad just beat me on a thing. And did a TikTok video two days later about it. But that's the new norm. New norm. That's what it is. So, hey, I'm, I hope Dion gets this going and. And, and changes the culture. But, hey, man, he's wel- hey, welcome to college football coaching. Welcome to coaching grown-ups. Welcome to coaching bad cultural places. Welcome to coaching shit show, shitholes. That's what it is. You have to rebuild it. <laughs> and hopefully he has the patience. And, you know, Subway and fucking Little Caesars and all that shit don't take a, take away from his time that he puts in towards this thing. Or, or is he just a figurehead and hires some decent coaches that can coach um, some teams, you know, in a bad football league. I mean, that's really what it is. So, I mean, I don't know. The T Wolves fired Coach Saunders, the head fo- basketball coach. There, um, they hire Finch as the new coach. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know the T Wolves are still playing. I mean, but they hire the Toronto Raptors assistant during the season. Like, fuck. I mean, crazy. I, I don't know. I mean, they fired the coach, clearing the way for. Um, you know, an interim coach to move quickly towards hiring a full-time replacement. So I don't know. They lost to the Knicks. Um, they're seven and twenty-four, the worst record in the NBA. Um, you know, he got hired in May of nineteen, and and uh, shit. They hired. They they interviewed this guy Finch, who they obviously just hired, I guess. And uh, they must have uh, they must have liked him better even then. <laughs> so. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Hey, nobody cares, man. It's a, it's nobody cares. This is a cutthroat. What have you done for me? Profession, football, basketball, baseball, anything that makes millions of dollars, you can be fired tomorrow. Winning games is what's the only thing that gives a fuck about college is saving lives. High school is building character. Pros is winning games. That's what it is. So, hey, I believe that's Flip Saunders' son, uh, Flip, who did a great job there with KD. Or you know, they had Kevin Garnett, KG, and Marbury and them in those days when they were pretty fucking good. Um, I think that's Flip's son, but I don't know. Um, this team that bashed and was the or was talking shit, little punk kid. Um, he uh, apparently came out and apologized to Cam um, on the video. 
Um, and I want you to hear Stephen A's take. Ten years. He has played in 139 games, 140. Outside of last season, where he was injured pretty much for all but two games, Cam Newton has missed a grand total of two uh, of six games in, in, in 10 years, okay, with the exception of last season where he missed those 14 games. In, the, in, in one of the most violent sports, if not the most violent sport there is, playing the quarterback position, this man has been durable for the most part. He's a former league MVP. He guided the team to the Super Bowl. He's earned over $100 million in his professional career. And despite what he accomplished and what he has achieved in his life, this man, Cam Newton, decides to be one of the sponsors for several teams for a camp you showed up to. Exactly. I fully agree. He gives back like no other. And just like a lot of cats do to Sean Watson, there's a lot of cats out there, right? But he puts his name on it, and then your fucking little disrespectful ass has the audacity to come here. But again, I told you, your mommy, your daddy, your coach allowed this. So make sure you understand that. To help you and the kids that were there with you. And you would disrespect him like that? I mean, is it really that important? This is what I'm talking about. Now, so we understand that kids are kids, and we understand that kids are entitled to make mistakes. That's why I'm not mentioning his name. And we get all of that. But the level of disrespect that young kids show to their elders is one of the problems that we have existing in today's world. The late, great John Chaney, the coach. It's not the kids, though, Stephen A. That's the thing. Don't put me on this motherfucker. Don't have me on fucking get up with you cats because your asses will fucking wilter when I break it down and be tell you the fucking truth. The kids ain't the issue. We keep saying it's these kids. It's the fucking daddy and the mama and the coach and the teacher and the figurehead in that kid's life, boy or girl. I don't give a fuck. It ain't the kid. Quit saying it's the kid. The kid is the same motherfucker that it was when we were young. We had different fucking repercussions. We had different fucking Issues when we got home when we did some stupid shit. That is the difference. Coaches didn't allow it. We weren't allowed to talk back, say shit, nothing, zilch. Nowadays, the kids control the narrative as if they've been paying your mortgage for 30 years. And you act like they have because you're allowing it. More on Stephen A. Temple University basketball, Max, used to tell me all the time he despised what we called the mic, what he called the microwave society. Everything is about now and everybody wants now so badly that they don't want to toil through the terrain and put in the work and grind. instant gratification. How many fucking times have I said this, Stephen? A? How many times have I said this world listening to this fucking podcast? We all want instant gratification and we're allowing these kids we're, in, we're enabling them to expect to have instant gratification. These motherfuckers have the audacity to tell you how to run your household and you allow it? That is literally shit I've heard. Kids dictating the grown-up. Dictating to the grown-up how the fuck shit should be going on. And you don't think he's going to go to his football field because he's a good athlete and tell his coach how the fuck to do this, this, and this? This, that, or the third? Come on, man. More on Stephen A. 
grind and, and do all of those kind of things. And they'll do anything to get to that point, to expedite the process and bypass and, you know, and, and, and go and, and go through whatever loops they need to go through to bypass the process. And this is one of the things that the guy did because you're on camera and you're seen arguing with Cam Newton and everybody knows who you are. But you were disrespectful and it was uncalled for. And believe it or not, very ungrateful because Cam Newton did not have to be there. He did not have to be sponsoring these events. But he did it for you. He did it for kids like you. And I, obviously his coaches and, and other adults, along with his parents, got to him and props to him for apologizing. But I do think it takes a little bit of looking in the mirror to ask yourself, what would get you to do that to begin with? Because Fuck apologizing, dog. Apologizing is because you are who you are. We are what we do, not what we say we do. That motherfucker, that's who he is. What are you talking about? I agree with Stephen A on this totally. I agree with a lot of shit Stephen A does actually, but this is the thing. We are what we do, not what we say we do. Please understand that. I told you, I don't apologize because we all make mistakes and have fuck-ups. But apologizers usually are liars, thieves, and fucking criminal motherfuckers and disrespectful fucks like this that come out and apologize because their grandma, mama, daddy, or coach told them to. No, motherfucker. This is who you are. That's why you're apologizing. I, I respect you more if you own up and say, this is who I am. Fuck Cam Newton. That's what I, I mean, because your apologizing means nothing to me. It's a fucking fake word. Apologize. It is to cover up who you are in a PR type of way. It's a public relation fucking get out of jail free card. Where I don't agree with it at all. Fuck apologizing, man. Own up to that motherfucker because we know that's who you are. But see, society gives these motherfuckers too many passes. And apologizing clearly and frees these motherfuckers to the general public. Oh, he apologized. Great guy. Curb Herkstreet. He apologized. Great dude. You're a stand-up guy, Curb Herkstreet. No, he's not. The motherfucker gets has to apologize twice a year for saying some stupid-ass shit. Because he is who he is, not what he says he is. Let's stop giving these motherfuckers passes for apologizing. The Mariners president, uh, Mather, he apologizes for his remarks um, about disparaging comments. You know, he... He's the CEO of the fucking Seattle Mariners, and he apologized Sunday night after a wide-ranging comments to a Rotary Club earlier this month surfaced, including him calling an English-speaking capabilities of two members of an organization terrible and not tremendous. I want to apologize to every member of the Seattle Mariners organization, especially to our players and fans. Mather said, there is no excuse for my behavior. So why say it? <laughs> Everyone's apologize, apologies are the same. There's no excuse for my behavior. I take full responsibility. Da, 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 da. No shit. Because that's who you are, not who you say you are. And you fucks 
okay, thanks for saying that. Keep making your $5 million job. Because we know you don't give a fuck about anything. You, we know you're down deep down racist or something. But we continue to hire you, owner, presidents, ADs. Can't even make a Black Lives Matter statement, but fuck it. You deserve $5 million. And, and then and then be in control of a bunch of black kids too, by the way. <laughs> Ignorance is life-threatening, my friends. Hey, man. Appreciate you guys joining the show and coming on. And uh, hey, man. Hopefully we can change the new norm back to the old norm and make that the new norm. Hey, man. It's the Real Coach JB. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Let's find a guy, man. I'm just telling you. I don't want to fuck.